0: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Sankirtan Yagyaki,
1: Jaya Radha Madhava, Bihari, da- Jai Radhamardav, kunjari hari, Jaya Radhamardav, Kunja hari, Jai Gopi Janabala, giri Aya Gopi Janava Lava, Girivada Dari. Gopi Janava Lava, Girivada Dari. Ashoka Nanda Naba, Braja nandana, Braja jana ashorana nana praja janana hanjana shorana nana jana chamuna kheera ban chari jeeva ban cha chamuna kheera ban On a child, Jaya Jaya Ramabha Konjabi Hari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare. Prabhu pa, Prabhu Jaya Jaya Prabhu Jaya Jaya Guru Dev, Guru Dev, Guru Dev, Jaya Jaya Guru. Jai gora premanandi Hari, Hari, Bo. Save the whole world. Śrīla Prabhu ki jāi. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. <coughs>
0: Excuse me. Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 1, chapter 15, text number 36. Text number 36. One Fifteen.
1: Thirty-six. Yada Mukundo Bhagavanima Mahim
0: Jahusvatanva Shrinvaniya Satkataha tada, Tadar Evar Prati Buddha Setasam abradra abra abhahadra hetu kalir anvartata Yada mukundo Mahim Jahu shrin, shri shravaniya satkataha tadahar pratibuddha setasam ahadra hetu kalir anna Yadamokundo yada mahim bhagavani mamahim shravani satkataha tadahar Prati pratibuddha chetasam. Ahadra Hetu Kalir Anavrattata. Yada, when. Mukunda, Lord Krishna. Bhagavan, the personality of Godhead. Imam, this. Mahim, earth. Jahu, left. Svatanva, with his self-same body. Shravaniya Sat Kataha. Hearing about him is worthwhile. Tada, at that time. Aha eva, from the very day. Aprati buddha seshatam, of those whose minds are not sufficiently developed. Abhadra hetu, cause of all ill fortune. Kali anva vratata. Kali Kali, fully manifested. Translation and purport by his divine grace, When the personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna, left this earthly planet in his self-same form, from that very day, Kali, who had already partially appeared, became fully manifest to create inauspicious conditions for those who are endowed with a poor fund of knowledge. The translation again. When the personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna, left this earthly planet in his self-same form, from that very day, Kali, who had already partially appeared, became fully manifest to create inauspicious conditions for those who are endowed with a poor fund of knowledge. Purport. The influence of Kali can be enforced only upon those who are not fully developed in God consciousness. One can neutralize the effects of Kali by keeping oneself fully under the supreme care of the personality of Godhead. The age of Kali ensued just after the battle of Kurukshetra, but it could not exert its influence because of the presence of the Lord. The Lord, however, left this earthly planet in his own transcendental body. And as soon as he left, the symptoms of the Kali Yuga, as were envisioned by Maharaj Yudhisthira prior to Arjuna's arrival from Dwarka, began to manifest. And Maharaj Yudhisthira rightly conjectured on the departure of the Lord from the earth. As we have already explained, the Lord left our sight... Just as the sun sets, excuse me, the Lord left our sight, just as when the sun sets, it is out of our sight. Omagamna timrandasya jananjanan salakaya chakshuru unmilitam jena tasmai shri gurvenamaha shri chaitanya shapitam jena butale svayam rupa kadamayam didanti svapadanti kam I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge I offer my humble obeisances unto the dust of his lotus feet Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shimate Tamal Krishna Goswami Dinamane Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamini ti Namane. Namaste Saraswati Deve Goravani Picharine. Nirvi Shesha Sunyavari Pashkataresha Tarnine Vanchakopatru Vaisya Kripa Sundivaseva Cha Patitanam Pavanebio Namo Namaha Jai Shi Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita shivāsari Shiva Sari Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we're reading from the spotless Purana, the Srimad Bhagavatam, which has arisen in this dark age of Kali. And we're hearing about the age of Kali. There's no better source for information to understand what we're going through and why, right? There's no better source, Srimad Bhagavatam, We can read the Bhagavatam to understand why on earth are these things happening to us. Why is life so difficult? Why are there so many problems? And so we're getting a wonderful recitation. This is uh, the Pandavas timely retire. We know the situation. Krishna has just left Dwarka. Arjuna has returned to Hastinapur. Maharaj Yudhisthira is lamenting the, the, the departure of Krishna. So it's being explained, when the personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna, leaves the earthly planet, he leaves in his own form. He doesn't, he doesn't have a body that has to be killed and cease pumping blood and breathing the way we do, right? Our bodies have to function for us to stay alive. So for Krishna, his body's the same as he is, right? It's no difference. He's made of Satchit Ananda. And he is Satchit Ananda Vigraha, right? He's the form of eternity, knowledge, and bliss. And the self-same Krishna is right here. Radha Kalachanji are here. This is the form of eternity, knowledge, and bliss. Into and our material eyes, Krishna appears in a material form so we can worship him and love him. And Kirti does here, and she's adoring Radha Kalechenji. She's so happy to see him, and she's smiling. So we come to the temple to see the beautiful forms of the deity, Shishi Radha Kalachanji, Shishi Chota Radha Kalachanji, Shishi Radha Govinda, Lord Jagannath, Lord Baladev, Subhadra Devi, Shishi Thai. And we see pictures of the Guru Parampara, our dear uh, spiritual forefathers, our gurus, so important, the Guru Parampara to understanding these topics. And of course, on the altar right now, we're looking up there, we don't see Lord Jagannath. Oh, we're missing Lord Jagannath or Subhadra Devi. Because next Saturday, this coming Saturday, excuse me, is Yatra. We call it our festival of joy. Because that's what Yatra is. It is a festival of joy. And so it's this Saturday, at 10 o'clock to 5 o'clock at Clyde Warren Park in downtown Dallas, Texas, USA, Lord Jagannath, Lord Baladev Subhadra Devi, Srila Prabhupada will get on a cart and they will bless Dallas and the whole state and the whole country and the whole world by going out and bringing the temple, bringing their love and ecstatic love for Krishna to, to, to the whole world. So we're missing Lord Jagannath. We know he's in seclusion. He caught a cold. So he's resting, he's recuperating and getting ready for his amazing uh, pastime of getting on this cart. And in some places there's three carts, right? So in Dallas we only have one cart. So hopefully one day we'll have three carts. But right now we have one, one nice cart. And so the Lord will come and uh, we'll get to celebrate this. And why do we do this? Because it's Kali Yuga. And what's the advantage of doing this? The advantage of doing this is that if you are fully uh, developed in Krishna consciousness, the influence of Kali cannot, cannot be enforced upon you. Isn't that amazing? Wow, this sounds like the uh, remedy. This is the remedy for the material suffering of the world. Kali cannot act upon us if we're fully developed in God consciousness. And Prabhupada says one can neutralize the effects of Kali by keeping oneself fully under the supreme care of the personality of Godhead. So that's what it means to be Krishna conscious, doesn't it? To be under the supreme care, supreme care. When you have a a wealthy friend, I mean a really close friend, are you going to suffer in poverty No, (laughs) no friends, no close, dear friends or relatives of exceptionally wealthy people or even just wealthy people suffer. They don't want to see their friends or family members living in a shack when they live in a mansion. Right. And so they have plenty of money and they'll find a place and often they'll have them live with them. Right. Because they want to be close to their loved ones, their dear ones. So they'll live in the mansion, too. Or they'll live in a beautiful house that's near the mansion. And this is what Krishna does for us. You say, well, I'm not living in a mansion right now. And in fact, I have an apartment or I have a small house and I'd like a little something a little closer to what Krishna lives in, right? Well, absolutely. Become his friend. How, how, how dear are you to Krishna right now? How much have you done? Have you, con- how many lifetimes have you committed to the service of the Lord? And and I'm not criticizing anybody else. This is for me. My own uh surrender is very weak and minor and insignificant. So why should I be surprised? I'm still suffering in the material world because I haven't fully committed, fully committed, become fully Krishna conscious. And then so that the loving Lord can take care of me. So, so to some degree, we've all surrendered. I've surrendered to some degree. And to that degree, Krishna has incredibly cared for me. I can testify I've never wanted for anything in this material world. The Lord has been so kind to me and, and I don't deserve it. I don't understand it, but I just know that if you give the littlest tiny effort, even if you just have some regard for Krishna, if you just have a good feeling about Him, if you just, you know, accept that Krishna, Stu Bhagavan Swayam, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna is the Godhead. If you just can even hear that and not disagree with it, you know, you get Krishna's mercy. You, you do. You get so much blessings and you, you still have to suffer because there's still unwanted things in our heart. There's anartas. There's, there's unclean things that we have to get rid of. And we're still, we're still clutching them. We're still grabbing onto them. We still want to try to enjoy the material world. So it's, so we have to suffer because we don't want to give up the world yet. We don't want to give up our enjoyment. But if we, if we agree simply in principle to give up, uh, material enjoyment, Krishna helps us tremendously and blesses us with all good things to, to make our lives very calm and very peaceful and very settled so that we're not living in poverty. We're not living in a, in a, in a war zone. We're not living in a difficult condition. We can perform Krishna consciousness nicely. Now, some people are living in a war zone and they're trying to pursue Krishna consciousness at the same time. Why is that? That's some extraordinary karma, extraordinary mercy of the Lord. If you have to go through something really horrendous like that, uh, the devotees that are undergoing those austerities for Krishna are very advanced. They have strong muscles, strong spiritual Uh, A fortitude and they will not lose their Krishna consciousness despite the difficulties they're going through We we know we have to leave our body someday Sometimes we we leave our bodies in an accident or we may leave suddenly due to disease or some some devotees are hurt in these Conflicts and so but we should never deny or think that Krishna's not behind it and he's not doing it for some divine transcendental purpose to bring that soul that spirit soul, because the spirit soul is eternal. So we don't lament the passing of the body. We understand the body is going to pass away. We're going to leave our bodies. But what we are is a spirit soul. So we don't lament unnecessarily. We do miss our loved ones. We we feel empathy and sympathy. And we we we're not unsympathetic to the sufferings of the material world. But we have the solution to the sufferings of the material world which is Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And it's this knowledge, if people can just get a little bit of this knowledge, Krishna will begin to neutralize the effects of Kali on them, and and they'll fall under the supreme care. Wow, the supreme care of the personality of Godhead. So this is the secret, right? This is a formula. This is, a, it's not really a secret, right? Because we're telling everyone. But it is kind of secret if you, if you're not exposed to it, if you're, it, it, it takes a little effort and, and, and some mercy of the Lord to meet the devotees and hear about this. And so you get to hear, wow, here's the way to become, uh, free of suffering and to actually, uh, attain the lord's mercy fully and get out of this material world and and it's it's explained in this really nice way in the verse and purport uh in light of the uh difficult factors that are operating in the material world right now right the, there's four ages right and we're constantly cycling through the four ages and all the other three ages are very nice ages right they last longer than kali and there are much, you live longer, you have better brains, you have better memory. And you can live for thousands of years in some of these ages. So you can meditate and actually achieve powerful results from meditation. But the good thing about Kali is, is that we live a shorter life. And so we're given a, a quicker uh, and easier path to understanding Krishna. And that is to chant his holy names. And so Krishna manifests in Kali in the form of His name. So Krishna's name is non-different from Himself. And this is a great benefit that is given to the, to the souls that have to take birth and suffer during Kali Yuga. We get the chance to just, just to chant Krishna's holy names. And not only that, but Krishna came Himself only 5,000 years ago. Krishna doesn't come every time. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu doesn't come every time. Lord Chaitanya, who is Krishna himself, in the mood of Radharani, a combined, a combined form of Radha and Krishna, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, teaches us to chant Hare Krishna. He doesn't come every time. He doesn't come every Kali Yuga. It's, it's one in a thousand Kali Yugas. And so, other avatars, other avatars of Krishna will teach, will preach the chanting of the holy names. And they're just as powerful. It's just as good, right? But we're fortunate because we're right here in the age where Lord Satana was just on the planet only 500 years ago. We can go to Mayapur Dham and see the holy places and feel the spiritual potency and power of being in the Dham, the Navadweep Dham, which contains all of the, all of the other Dhams. And it, it actually, it also contains the entire Vaikuntha is contained. In Navadweep Dam. And so when you go there, it's such a wonderful feeling and experience. And because you get to see the devotees that are worshiping there and live there and get their darshan and association. And we're missing his holiness, Pankajangri Prabhu, very much. He just left the planet. He was one of the brothers that took care of the deities uh, for so many years in Mayapur. And so we're still missing him, thinking of him so much. And his brother is still there, Janana and he's soldiering on. And, uh, they're preparing to move the deities, right, to the big temple. It's almost ready, uh, for the deities to come. I know that's gonna be happening soon. So what a wonderful thing, right? Uh, these, these things that are manifesting are coming out of the hearts of the devotees. And it's true that Prabhupada's love that started all this and what he wanted in his heart and the prediction of of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, that a beautiful, beautiful, huge temple will rise up in mayapur Dam to teach the whole world about Krishna consciousness. And this is the temple of the Vedic planetarium that we have rising up. It's ri- risen in mayapur Dam like the sun. And so uh, devotees, people from all over the world can come and be enlightened and understand who is Lord Chaitanya, who is Krishna, Why do we chant the holy names? Because this is the age of Kali, Kali Yuga. The age of Kali ensued just after the battle of Kurukshetra, but it could not exert its full influence. I added the word full, excuse me. It could not exert its influence because of the presence of the Lord. The Lord, however, left this earthly planet in his His own transcendental body, and when he left, the symptoms of Kali Yuga, as Maharaj Yudhisthira could understand, they began to manifest. And uh, as we, as Prabhupada points out, as he has already explained, the Lord left our sight, just as when the sun, the sun sets, just as when the sun goes down, the sun sets; it is out of our sight. But does it does it cease to exist? No. The sun is still there. We just can't see it. It's on the other side of the planet. And the effects of the sun are still there, though, right? The the sun is still beaming out light to the rest of the universe. We're into a phase where our planet turns, and so we go into darkness for half of the day. The the day cools off, which is very beneficial for Texas in the middle of summer because it gets so hot. Can you imagine if it was not 105 degrees, 99 degrees, 100 degrees, all for 24 hours in a day? Oh, we would roast. We would cook, right? There'd be no plants. There'd be no, everything would burn up. So luckily, uh, the planet turns. We don't have the full effects of the summer sunshine uh, 24 hours. We only get it, right, 12 hours uh, or a little longer in the summer, so this is the uh beneficial uh nature of Krishna and it's it's exemplified by the sun. The sun is a very very special uh star. It's not just one of many stars. It's a special star. And there are other stars and there's other planets around those stars, but the, the this star is extremely extremely special because in this this uh solar system Lord Krishna appears. <laughs> the earth planet is very special. Lord Ta- Lord Chaitanya's here. Prabhupada's appeared here. So uh yes, we can accept despite the the scientists' explanation that there's nothing special about our sun, we should accept that it is special. Uh, and just for the reason that Krishna came here and and only five thousand years ago and, and and Lord Chaitanya only five hundred years ago. So we should uh uh understand that just as the sun goes around behind the earth it's not gone <laughs> and just the same way even though Krishna leaves the earth planet he's not gone Kali comes in for a reason Krishna wa- Krishna allows Kali to come in because uh nothing can happen without the sanction of the lord right nothing nothing's possible so Uh, People complain, why do bad things happen to such good people? I'm so good. I'm such a good person. I've lived such a, a spiritual life. I've done charity. I've taken care of family. I've never said a bad word against anyone. Then why do I have to suffer? Why do I have to leave this world? Well, because it's a temporary world and because... Difficulties are there to make you turn towards the Lord, to make you turn inward and become more spiritual. We have to be given an impetus. We have to be given a reason to pursue spiritual life. If things are like heaven on this earth planet and it's nice all the time, 24 hours, easy city, fat city, easy peasy, everything's great, no harm, Well, why leave? Give me thousands of years to just enjoy in this way and I have a great situation. No, Kali Yuga comes and, it, and gives us shorter lifetimes so that we get our act together quicker, more quickly. We can say, yes, let me surrender now. I can feel my body's getting old so fast. It just flies by. Uh, young people don't understand this yet. Older people are figuring it out. Uh the, the the it starts to dawn on you i don't have a a 20 year old body or a 30 year old body or a 40 year old body my body is older and so let me accept that reality and start to uh, uh understand the philosophy the the reasoning behind God doing that and he he does that so that we'll and he does it mercifully right <clears throat> excuse me doesn't happen all at once. Happens slowly. Slowly, we begin to realize, oh, I, I'm getting older. I'm going to leave. And day by day, it dawns on us. So day by day, we have to perform our devotional practices to understand Krishna more fully. And so uh it's really wonderful to 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 have it confirmed in in light of the Kali Yuga, in, in light of how how expansive and and massive okay these yugas are this 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 is a big topic right kali yuga it lasts for uh 432000 years i think and so we're 5000 years into it so 427000 years are left how can we deal with that um, the influence of kali is is only enforced on those who are not in god consciousness the the, the uh, translation says, uh, "Those whose minds are not sufficiently developed, right? So Kali Yuga is a problem for anybody whose mind is not sufficiently developed. So who does that mean? Basically, everyone, right? <laughs> Except for a few of the devotees who have become fully Krishna conscious. There are." Devotees like that on this planet and we should take shelter of them and learn from them just like we're reading Srila Prabhupada's purports. That's taking shelter of Srila Prabhupada's teachings so that we can get, we, we can become, we can get out of this giant group of people in Kali Yuga whose minds are not sufficiently developed. And then because for those people, Kali Yuga is the cause of all ill fortune. It causes so many inauspicious conditions that even when they want to be good, they can't, right? And so people who are endowed with a poor fund of knowledge, what we have to do is give them knowledge. Then they won't have a poor fund, right? What is the difference between a poor man and a rich man? The fund of money he has. The, the amount of money somebody has determines whether they're poor or not. So if you have a low fund of money, you're considered poor. If you have a large fund of money, you're considered rich. So how do you want to be? Do you want to have a poor fund of knowledge? Do you want to remain in ignorance? Do you want to remain in illusion? Do you want to have a poor fund of knowledge or do you want to have a rich fund of knowledge? Right everybody wants rich rich wealth but how many people really know no i need to be rich in knowledge and 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 of course knowledge in and of itself is not the end goal but knowledge of krishna in order to become a devotee is what we really want we don't want just gyan we're not just gyanis knowledge for the sake of knowledge and we're not karmis we're not just performing religious duties for the sake of religious duties to get some karma kanda, to get some good result and get some wealth or benefit or knowledge that will help us. No, we want knowledge that gives us, develops us in full God consciousness. Then that neutralizes the effects of Kali. and And we keep oneself, we're kept fully under the supreme care of the personality of Godhead. Krishna says don't don't always believe what i say i may have to change my mind right <laughs> there's past times where krishna says he says but if my devotee says it if my devotee says something then it has to be and so he says to arjuna arjuna declare it boldly that my devotee will never perish declare it boldly arjuna and it, and when you do that then you're a de, you're a devotee that means i will always Make that true. I will always back that up. And who's backing it up? A powerful king? Your rich friend? Your rich relative? No. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna Himself. The creator of everything. The owner of everything. The the personality has unlimited knowledge. Wealth. Beauty. Attractiveness. uh, Renunciation. Power. There's no limit to Krishna's power. So if you can get under the supreme care of the person that is is everything, God himself, Krishna, you have no problems, <laughs> right? You've got to keep yourself fully Krishna conscious, then you're fully under the supreme care of the person that I've got hit. Did we not see that in the example of Srila Prabhupada's lifetime? He was always under the supreme care of Krishna. He was always cared for it. But you say he lived in an impoverished condition. (laughs) But was he unhappy? No. Did he not have enough to eat? No. He always had enough to eat. Krishna always took care of him. Prabhupada wasn't, wasn't after a giant palace with, with reams and reams of cooks to feed him all day long. And even when he got reams and reams of devotees, disciples, he didn't, he didn't make them cook for him and buy him a giant palace and a wonderful, you know, rooms filled with Comfortable beds and gold and artworks. and (laughs) This wasn't Prabhupada's life. Prabhupada was cared for by Krishna and he only wanted Krishna's mercy and love. And he said, the only thing I'm afraid of is Maya. And he goes, my disciples are not afraid enough of Maya. Because Maya is so powerful, it can pull you out of your Krishna consciousness. It can pull you out, pull you back into the muck of trying to enjoy the material world. So we have to be careful but the example of Srila Prabhupada's life was as a person who was cared for constantly by Krishna. It doesn't mean a couple difficulties won't come to you. In fact, you will get difficulties because you are Krishna's pure devotee. Because Krishna uses the pure devotee as an example. Tamal Krishna Maharaj went through so much difficulty. He had difficulties with his god brothers on the GBC. They disagreed. He, 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 uh, people accused him of horrible things. They said he tried to prob- poison tree, the Prabhupada. People gave him death threats. It was horrible. And, and even at the, you know, at towards the end of his life, wow, the tests that Christian's pure devotee will be put under are unbelievable. Can you imagine having someone accuse you of actually murdering your own spiritual master? I don't think there could be any worse thing you could say about somebody and, 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 of course, it's unbelievably untrue and horrible and lies and, and defamation and everything. And you think, how would I respond to that? And his response was, uh, to put out his, his, his diary, TKG's diary. And he said, I'm not going to call it Tamal Krishna Goswami's diary because everybody just says TKG anyway, right? <laughs> so they call it TKG's diary. So he put that out for, for devotees to see. Yes, the Kavirajas. The Kavirajas have end-of-life medicine that sometimes have poisons in them. They're very strong to try to prolong life in a desperate situation. But Prabhupada was never purposely poisoned for the purpose of, of ending his life. And it's ludicrous and ridiculous beyond belief because you can't kill Krishna's pure devotee. Was Jesus killed on the cross? no. <laughs> Some people think he was and that's fine for their siddhanta for their belief they can believe Jesus died on the cross but we know after Jesus came off the cross he was placed in a cave and they went to get him after 3 days and he was gone we have we have in the, in the hari krishna understanding we we understand this hari das Chakur did the same thing he was beaten in 12 in, in 32 marketplaces after 4 or 5 marketplaces the, the people beating him said, look, if you don't die, we're gonna die. <laughs> Our master ordered us to beat you in 32 marketplaces till you're dead. And now, you're not dying fast enough for us. So he said, oh, you need me to die? Okay. So he apparently passed away, right? He left his body, Das Takur. They killed it, so they think he's, he's deceased and they throw him in the Ganges River. Two days later, they see him. He's walking around. He wasn't killed. You can't kill Krishna's pure devotee. Krishna's pure devotee leaves the planet when he wants to. What other proof do we have of this? Bhishma. Bhishma Dev, Krishna's pure devotee. Mahajan. He, he, and you say, well, he was given the benediction that he could leave his body when he wanted to, but this is a benediction that all pure devotees know and understand because they know, they have Krishna, so they know what's going to happen. And they know Krishna is now personally involved in their lives. He's personally caring for them. Krishna reveals things to them. Krishna's gonna tell them things. Uh, in very, very advanced devotees, they, they understand these things and, and because they're so qualified and they're so trusted. And that's what Krishna wants to see. That's what Radharani wants to see. Before she's going to let anyone get close to Krishna, she has to be sure that that person really wants Krishna, that they're really in love with Krishna, and that they're not just after karmakanda, <laughs> you know, per, per, per sense enjoyment, material, you know, they want a planet, they want to be a king, they want to be an emperor, they want to be Haranikashi they want to, you know, they want to be masters of the universe, universes, you know. And, they, they, they that all sense of any sort of material hankering is gone, and all they want is pure love of God. these this quali- this is the qualification, and it's very amazing too that the qualification is just having a desire to have that, right Just just having the desire to have pure love of God, but to have pure pure desire, the pure desire with no tinge of wanting anything else, no ulterior motive. And when Radharani sees that, the disciples, the devotees of Radharani see that, they recommend, and you go up this line, and then Radharani recommends you and says, oh, look at this nice devotee. Serving you with so much love and affection, give them your mercy, please, Lord. And so Krishna lifts the veil of ignorance and darkness, and, uh, Maya, Maya's veil is like lifted. It's like we're, when a bride gets married, right, she's in a veil, you can't see her face, sometimes there's maybe a little bit of, you know, they can, screening, you can kind of see a little bit, but not enough. You can't see. So that, that veil is lifted. And then you can see, wow, here's everything. Here's everything as it really is. Oh, I can see the material nature. I can see how it's working under Krishna's control. And, and Krishna is in control of everything. And how minor, how insignificant a part of the universe is the material world compared to the rest of the spiritual world, which is massive. Massive. There's unlimited material universes and yet it, it occupies a small part of everything. So, Kali Yuga, we're getting so much mercy to understand how it is, uh, that Kali's working and how it is that we can, uh, react. We can, uh, we can, we can set our lives in motion. We can make a plan. We can, we can use our intelligence and apply it to the difficult situation we're in and say, yes, this is Kali Yuga. Yes, bad things are going to happen. There's going to be wars and terrible leaders and crumminess and this is part of it. And this is, this is the, the, the result of it being Kali Yuga. So what should we do? We should begin to give people knowledge. The problem is that anybody that has a poor fund of knowledge is under the full effects of Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga cannot be enforced upon those who are are fully developed. If you're fully developed in Krishna consciousness, Kali can't affect you. So this is the key. This is the remedy to neutralizing the effects of Kali by keeping oneself fully under the supreme care of the, the supreme personality of Godhead. We're doing that. So we have to tell others about this. We can't just keep it for ourselves. This is the point of the Hare Krishna movement, to give this knowledge to others, to go out. We're going to go out on Saturday. We're going to have Ratha Yatra. There's going to be thousands of people come and see. People are going to get books. They're going to see the Rothkart. They're going to get liberation. But why just liberation from material suffering? Let's give them Krishna. Let's give them the full Krishna consciousness they need. To get out of the material world, to get to, not just to go back to Vaikuntha, but to get Goloka Brindavan, where Krishna is, 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 is worshipped by devotees that have no sense that he's God. (laughs) That's amazing, isn't it? He's, he, he wants this kind of love. He doesn't always want to be treated like, uh, the supreme controller and very powerful. And so, you know, quiver and quake in my presence. That's there. And many people worship God in that manner, and that's good, because at least they respect the power of the Lord. But there's more, there's higher, and there's no, the highest, the absolute highest, is to associate with Krishna in the mood of the Vrindavan devotees of Krishna. Those devotees have pure love for God without any sense of awe and reverence. But it's pure love, so it's not, it's not in any way inebriated by ill treatment, in fact, it's a competition between them. See who can do more. The Lord, the Lord loving His friends, His friends loving the Lord, and so uh, it 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 makes the thing go up. It's amazing. So um, we are going to go out. We need to go out and and distribute books. We need, and so many devotees do that so nicely, and hats off to them. Hats off to anybody who's a devotee. Just being a devotee and going out in the world, people are going to ask you. You know, if they see you in a, a dhoti or they see you in a sari or if they see you with tilak lock on, they'll say, wow, what's that marking on your forehead? Well, I'm a Hare Krishna. What does that mean? What do the markings mean? And you can tell them about Krishna and, and you can help them to begin their spiritual journey back home, back to Godhead. and And, and for that person that meets you, and here's a little bit about Krishna. They are beginning this, this process of neutralizing the effects of Kali in their lives. So Krishna's gonna start to give them care and shelter and help them to come back fully. Because that person was nice to a devotee and said, oh, that this, uh, how are you dressed? This is interesting. Uh, wh- why do you dress this way? Why, why do you have tilak? What's in this book? What's it, what's, uh, what's up with this vegetarian food? Well, it's vegetarian, but it's more than that. Even we cook for the Lord, and we offer it, and then we eat what's left. It's called prashadam. And sometimes people's eyes glaze over and and you know, well, maybe you told them a little too much. No, it's still good they hear it. And other people really connect with it. and They understand that, you know, that um you give something to the Lord first. And people are hankering for this knowledge because they don't understand what sacrifice means. They think it means like, you know, having a big fire or or killing animals on an altar and trying to like offer that and then eating the remnants, burnt offerings, you know. So there's a lot of confusion because it's Kali Yuga, right? And so there's a lot of crazy things that have been done historically in the name of religion. And so we have to counter that and say, no, the actual source of this sense of sacrifice is a personal uh uh thing that you do in your life every day. The the personal uh, sacrifice you make to live in a in a God conscious way, and not just to live your life for your own enjoyment, and not to just slaughter animals so you can eat their flesh, and so when you you begin to to give people this, that's what real sacrifice means. It doesn't just mean some you know hideous altar and you know some some black magic thing. It's 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 an integral part of our daily existence that. Anything you do, you know, for the Lord is a sacrifice. And so you, we give up eating meat, we give up intoxication, we give up gambling, we give up intercourse outside marriage. We we give up these things in order to uh, purify our consciousness as a sacrifice. And then more, and that's the sankirtan Yagya, right? That's that, and that's just the beginning. the the real uh, The real part of the sankirtan movement is to chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra, and you chant Hare Krishna, that is, uh, the, the Sankirtan, that is the, uh, prime, that's, that's the prime benediction for humanity at large in this age, is chanting Hare Krishna is the, uh, uh, the main thing for Kali Yuga. It is the main method of God realization for Kali Yuga. And so to do that is to engage in the ultimate sacrifice, that is the sacrifice that's spoken of in the Bhagavad Gita when it says, in order to get rains to come, so that you can have grains, that you can feed yourself, you need rain to get grain to feed yourself, there must be sacrifice. And Prabhupada states categorically that that sacrifice means... The Sankirtan movement, engaging in the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's the sacrifice that's called for in Kali Yuga. And so we have to do this. And so right now there's, there's, there's so much, uh, disaster weather, weather-wise. In the west coast, there's a massive, uh, lack of rain. You know, they have tremendous problem. They're not getting snow in the mountains. The rivers aren't running. And, uh, these droughts and difficult conditions, we have a war starting out. Will the war get bigger? It could. Uh, you know, these difficulties are there because there's no sacrifice. There's no Sankirtan, yoga, sacrifice. We have to tell people about this, that all you got to do is chant. <laughs> is that it really? Yeah. Chant Hare Krishna. Read these books. Begin to live your life in such a way that you can understand who is Krishna. So I think I've uh, repeated that quite a few times. I hope it wasn't too much. I like to repeat things. And it's good to repeat things because the repetition, right? We understand things. And if we can restate things in our own words, it shows we understand it. And it helps us to understand it. So... I thought I'd also uh, mention uh Lord Jagannath. I did mention we have Rathiatra coming up. But I wanted to read a little from Jagannath. Pryanatakam. Jagannatha Swami, Nayanapathagami, Bhavatume. Sorry, I don't sing very well. I'm not seeing it in this songbook. Maybe I just can't find it. It's in here. But I wanted to, uh, I think I'll save that for another time because it's getting late. But, uh, maybe tonight, if anybody wants to come, uh, there's the Gora RT. And then at, at, does everybody know? Everybody at 6.30 is Gora RT. And, uh, the devotees are coming and chanting and they do the beautiful RT of the Lord, the evening RT. And then there's, uh, at 7 o'clock, there's, uh, Bh- Bhagavad Gita class. And hats off to the devotees that are making that happen. Mother Anuradha, they're, they're making, uh, they've got a schedule and every night at seven o'clock, there's Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad Gita class. And it's only 30 minutes. And so this is the sandwich, right? You have Sriman Bhagavatam in the morning and Bhagavad Gita at night, right? And you have a sandwich in between your day. And so you have a Krishna conscious, uh, meal. Krishna conscious lunch all day. Your whole day is just for Krishna, right? And so when you do that, you, it's easier to be Krishna conscious because you're thinking of Krishna 24-7. And these things are are happen in order to help us, to help us to be Krishna conscious. And so uh, maybe then after that, at 7.30, 7.40, uh, we can chant some Jagannath Priyanathicum and sing that beautiful song to Lord Jagannath. Because Lord Jagannath is in seclusion, right? Um, and so, but it doesn't matter where you sing, right? To Lord Jagannath or Lord Krishna, anywhere you sing, Lord, the Lord hears it, right? So we know Jagannath's not in on the altar where we can see him, but we know if we sing, he's going to hear it. So we want him to be pleased and to to know that we're thinking of him, that we miss him, we miss Lord Jagannath, Lord Baladev Subhadradevi, that we can't wait to see them. On Saturday, they're going to come out of the temple and they're going to get on a car and they're going to bless the whole world. So, Jagannath Rathiatra Ki!